You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everyone. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. As we listen to the dying numbers of Nine Inch Nails, not the dying members. <laughs> oh, Trent Reznor. You know, I remember in the 90s, uh, what was his, um, the big album, Downward Spiral, that was the one that had heard, and I want to F you like an animal, and this, he was big back then. Now he does mostly soundtracks. All right, so today we're going to talk about um, the virus and its links with vitamin D. Now, we've done, we've talked about vitamin D quite a bit in the last 250 episodes, but we have specific episodes, episode 234, particular low vitamin D levels linked to obesity, heart disease, diabetes, and more. And we have episodes on vitamin C. Most recently, we did one on vitamin C in COVID. So today, we're going to talk about vitamin D in COVID because I've mentioned very early on in this series that there's a couple of pills that I take every day. And that's going to be vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium. And I try to take a probiotic every day. But that one, I'm not as good. So vitamin D is important. So we're going to talk about vitamin D level appeared to play a role in COVID-19 mortality rates. We're going off science daily here. After studying global data from novel coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic, researchers have discovered a strong correlation between severe vitamin D deficiency and mortality rates. Led by Northwestern University in Chicago, the research team conducted a statistical analysis of data from hospitals and clinics across China, France, Germany, Italy, Iran, South Korea, Spain, the Swiss, the UK, and the US. The researchers noted that patients from countries with high COVID-19 mortality rates, such as Italy, Spain, and the UK, had lower levels of vitamin D compared to patients in countries that were not as severely affected. This does not mean that everyone, especially those without a known deficiency, needs to start hoarding supplements, the researchers cautioned. Quote, What I think it's important for people to know that vitamin D deficiency may play a role in mortality we don't need to push vitamin D on everybody. Close quote, says Northwestern's Vadim Bakam, who led the research. This needs further study, and I hope our work will stimulate interest in this area. I wonder if he has got links to the to vitamin industry. The data may also eliminate the, me- the mechanism of mortality, which if proven could lead to a new therapeutic targets. Close quote. Bachman is the Walter Dill Scott Professor of Biomedical Engineering at Northwestern's McCormick School of Engineering. Ali Daneshkanan, a postdoctoral research associate in Bachman's laboratory, is the paper's first author. Bachman and his team were inspired to examine vitamin D levels after noticing unexplained differences in COVID-19 mortality rates from country to country. Some people hypothesize that differences in healthcare quality, age distributions and population, testing rates, and different strains of the coronavirus might be responsible. But Bachman remained skeptical. Quote, none of these factors appear to play a significant role. The healthcare system in northern Italy is one of the best in the world. Differences in mortality exist even if one looks across the same age group. And while the restrictions on testing do indeed vary, 
the disparities in mortality still exist, even when we looked at countries or populations for which similar testing rates apply. Indeed, indeed, we saw a significant correlation with vitamin D deficiency. Hey, anytime somebody uses the word indeed, they have to be edumacated, right? Indeed, because nobody uses that. By analyzing publicly available patient data from around the globe, Bachman and his team discovered a strong correlation between vitamin D levels and cytokine storm, a hyperinflammatory condition caused by an overactive immune system. It's one of the problems with vaccines, as well as a correlation between vitamin D deficiency and mortality. Quote, cytokine storm can severely damage lungs and lead to acute respiratory distress syndrome and death in patients. This is what seems to kill a majority of COVID-19 patients, not the destruction of the lungs by the virus itself. It is the complications from the misdirected fire from the immune system. Close quote. This is exactly where Bachman believes vitamin D plays a major role. Not only does vitamin D enhance our innate immune system, it also prevents our immune system from becoming dangerously overactive. This means that having healthy levels of vitamin D could protect patients against severe complications, including death from COVID-19. And we know that we know what we know or what they tell us is that COVID affects a lot of different systems. We know it's affecting the respiratory system, especially the alveoli and the lungs. That's the, the mechanism, the parenchyma responsible for gas exchange, the little balls. Also, it hurts your, your kidneys. It's causing kidneys. It's causing increased risk in blood clots. And so it's a multi-organ issue. All analysis shows that it might be as high as cutting the mortality rate in half, says Bachman. It will not prevent a patient from contracting the virus, but it may reduce complications and prevent death in those who are infected, close quote. Bachman said the correlation might help explain the main mysteries surrounding COVID-19, such as why children are less likely to die. Children do not have a fully developed acquired immune system, which is the immune system's second line of defense and more likely to be overreactive. Quote, children primarily rely on their innate immune system. This is why their mortality rate is lower, perhaps. Close quote. Bachman is careful to note that people should not take excessive doses of vitamin D, which can come with negative side effects. He said that the subject needs more research to know how vitamin D could be used most effectively to protect against COVID-19 complications. Quote, it is hard to say which dose is most beneficial for COVID-19. However, it's clear that vitamin D deficiency is harmful and can be easily addressed with appropriate supplementation. This might be another key to helping protect vulnerable populations such as the African-American and elderly who have a prevalence of vitamin D deficiency. Close quote. Bachman is the director of Northwestern Center for Physical Genomics and Engineering and the associate professor for research technology and infrastructure and blah, 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 Northwestern. Okay. All right. So look, vitamin D, it's important. On, I, I, on, I think they, the, the, I can't remember the unit of measurement they use for it, but it's like from a, a zero to 100. And uh, if you're low in vitamin D, it's, it's somewhere underneath 40 on that. And so when you get your blood checked, you can ask them to check for it if, if, if the standard blood test doesn't check for it. But you need to be at least 40 to 70. You can have too high a level of, of vitamin D in your blood. I remember one time, five, six years ago, because I don't go to the doctor that often. Five, six years ago, I think I went to the doctor for the first time in 10 years. And I had been taking vitamin D. And my vitamin D level was like off the chart. It was like 80. And then I went maybe three years ago for insurance reasons, and it was, uh, you know, like 60. It's still high. It's good. It's good. Now, in the summer, of course, is the best place time to get it because you get it from the sun, 15 minutes of sun, especially if you live in the south. 
uh, is all you really need. You don't really need to supplement in the summer months. Certainly in the winter months you do because uh, you can get it in diet, but it's very hard to get it in diet. Like you can get it in eggs and some leafy greens, but you're not getting enough IUs. So I, of course, recommend that you supplement with uh, pills. Get a high-quality vitamin D. I, I take typically anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 IUs a day. And that's just me. And make sure it's D3. D3. D2 is going to be the prescription form that sometimes doctors will give. And that's not as bioavailable. and doesn't. It's not broken out by the body as well as D3. And look, even with D3, just understand the body can absorb it, but it doesn't really absorb it as well as when it's made by the skin via the sun. So ideally, try to get sun and try to take off your shirt when you're out in the sun. We are in May now. And I know some of you still live in a place where the, the weather's a little cooler, but still take off that shirt. Take off, don't care. Who cares what people think? Take off that shirt. And just make the vitamin D, but if you are going to supplement, get a good quality D3 vitamin and take at least 5,000 IU again a day. Again, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm giving you just what I take. And also, I wouldn't recommend, everybody's a little different, but vitamin D is like uh, sunshine in a pill. So don't take it too late at night because it can keep you up. So try to take it in the morning or lunchtime. All right, guys, if you like any of the content that we have here, please consider supporting us. Naturopathicearth.com is the website. All the articles are there. All the podcasts are there. And you can help us out by going over there and clicking on the recipes. We have 250 food recipes. And you'll notice some links to Amazon. Click there. And anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, anything, not whatever food recipe like cinnamon or Manuka honey that's there. Anything you buy, we get a 2% commission. No expense to you. Also, there's a PayPal link. Uh, again, I'm very behind on the episode notes, so you probably have to scroll back 10 episodes. But you can donate money directly to PayPal. If you want to help us that way, you can buy the two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can buy those on Amazon, Kindle, or Paperback. Those are my books about how I got fat and then how I lost the weight. Just celebrated my 29th anniversary of weight loss, May 4th. Yay! Um, also, if you need some one-on-one coaching on weight loss or weight maintenance or pur- purging of toxins from your food, click on the Clarity FM link. You can find that on the main page of Naturopathic Earth or go back 10 episodes in the episode notes. And as always, we have three podcasts here, Holistic Health News, Confessions of an Obese Child, which we just did an episode uh, about a week ago, a new one. We do one monthly. And then the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. We just did one on Melissa Oil and we did one on Spike Nerd. So go check those out. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.